Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, we have made it to week nine of the 12-week series. And so this week, this episode is all about the journey to healing, forgiveness, and letting go, which I know sometimes when it comes to healing, especially forgiveness, it can be very hard to forgive ourselves, mostly of everything. But that's what we're talking about this week, healing forgiveness and letting the heck go. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like you just kind of like hit that. I mean, like forgiveness, it's so hard, right? It's one of those like, you know, when we think of like forgiveness, it's, it's pretty heavy. Like it depends on... It is heavy. What, right. Because we're kind of thinking... Okay, forgiveness as in, do I let somebody off for like hurting me or do I allow something to continue to disrupt my patterns or bother me, whether you're on like social media or you're finding yourself comparing with somebody else and just feel like really shamed and guilty for doing it. Or maybe we have something from our past that we're unable to let go of. And maybe that's why we're having this really hard time to really love and accept ourselves, right? Like our body, maybe we had overcome some struggles and there was a lot of that compounding effect from whether it's some form of abuse or again, that guilt and shame will kind of keep us stuck. And, you know, that's really kind of the, the, the premise of this whole healing and forgiving and letting go so that we can like shed those layers and begin to like begin anew, right? To become somebody who we want to be and really moving from that acceptance to, to love and having that relationship with ourselves from a whole different perspective where it's almost like a metamorphosis where we're, we're transforming from that, that cocoon to this beautiful blossoming butterfly. But in our context, you know, it's really about stepping into who you're created to be. And that is that confident woman. And uh, you've been following both of us. We both know that like we have a lot of our faith base behind it, but it's also really that metaphoric, you know, again, the example of turning, of becoming who we are created to be. And so whatever that looks like for you, that's unique to you and your journey. But again, it all starts with, we have to shed the past and begin anew. Yeah. I think forgiving yourself can be so hard because you know, when somebody else does something wrong to you, And sometimes when we like have these conversations in our head, we imagine what it'd be like, or maybe we get to have that conversation with somebody and let them know, like, you did this, this hurt me, whatever, maybe they apologize or whatever, and then you forgive them and you have that conversation. But when it's yourself, it's like that constant back and forth conversation with yourself and you're on both ends and you try to justify on each side. So it's kind of just, it's so much harder, I feel like, to forgive yourself than it is to forgive other people in some in some instances, I guess, in some areas. So so it's like, what does that look like when you forgive yourself? And that's like I remember being young and like in my Bible study <laughs> when I remember I don't know why, you know, like random things stick out to you. And like I remember clearly in fifth grade sitting in like my Sunday school class and like the whole lesson of that day was like to forgive is to forget meaning you forgive it and you move on. And if you keep bringing it up and you keep holding on to it and you never let it go, then you didn't actually forgive it. Like you're still like holding on to it. So in order to have full forgiveness is just leaving it in the past and letting it go, like making peace with that and just not letting it marinate and and fester even bigger than it has to or has already. So 
Um, so I think anything that has happened um, to you by another person, then yes, that's that forgiveness that you have to choose to do. But if it's something that it's something you're forgiving yourself for, then you can't keep bringing it up to yourself and, and, and holding and like questioning yourself and putting that doubt in your head. Just let it go. <laughs> like forgive yourself and, and move it on. Leave it in the past. Like let it go. I want to sing let it go right now, but I won't. But <laughs> right. And let it, it all go. <laughs> it's so hard to say it without without singing it, right? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, that's yes, like it so impressed upon. But you're exactly right. And it's like, you know, when we think of like forgiveness, we, we tend to think of it as like giving somebody a pass or just letting them off the, off the hook. And, you know, maybe it's something that they're like the wrongdoer did something to you or, you know, there's no way I could forgive that person. It's unforgivable. So when we end up holding on to that forgiveness, it's burdening us. It becomes this like imprisonment that we're holding on to, whether somebody did something intentionally or, un- or unintentionally. If you look at it from like flipping that script, that person is already kind of like moved on, right? So it's not fair for us to carry the burden actions of somebody else's wrongdoing and then repeat that cycle as if like, oh, I can't believe that you would even think about forgiving. So it's almost like double compounding. Like you have the, the wrongdoer, and then you have yourself reinforcing as to why. And if you do, and it's almost like you're justifying it and going back and forth. And if you do, then you're the bad person. So therefore, you should just keep stuck and saying, okay, don't forgive that person because they did X, Y, and Z. And, you know, the way I kind of look at like forgiveness is that it doesn't mean that you allow the people, somebody a pass for their actions, but instead it's a way of letting go and harboring those feelings of bitter, angerness, resentment, guilt, shame. They really do. They confine you to a self-created prison. And you can't realize your dream of who you want to be or who you want to become if you're stuck behind those walls by your own doing. So it's so important to really recognize that. And again, it's, it's almost just like letting go in a sense that you're freeing yourself. You're not forgetting what happened. You're not letting that person off the hook, whether it's yourself or somebody else. But it means that you're detaching yourself from something that is holding you back And even though for many of us, especially women, there's some trauma, there's some abuse that has happened. And whether it's mental, verbal, physical, sexual, whatever, or even self-abuse, whatever that may look like for you, you have to come to those terms of saying, the longer I hold on to this, the longer it'll hold on to me. So you have to learn to like release that in a sense and say, I'm doing this for me. What has happened has happened but it can no longer have the power and control and dictate where I go in my life. And it's, and it's preventing yourself from fully loving and embracing and stepping into who you're called to be in this being, in this body. And it's almost like this fight against each other. So when we detach that sense of letting go, you know, giving that pass in a sense for yourself, to free yourself, then you can move forward. And then you start creating these new boundaries, these new respecting rules and attachments and beliefs and agreements with yourself that are empowering and now are moving you forward versus holding you back. Um, there's a lot of lessons to, to overcome and kind of just I'm giving my own personal experience because I've had to come through all of those cycles. And it was heavy, hard, and you know, it's, it's not like it never happened. There's always something there as a ghost, in a sense, to remind me of where I came from, what I knew holding on to it, held me back from everything that I ever wanted to do or become in my life. 
Because I feel like there was a lot of song lyrics I heard. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Maybe it kind of brings a little bit of joy to like, it. There's but, always yeah. something there to remind <laughs> Right. And, and so I think sometimes we have to have a little bit of fun in there because it could get a little bit heavy. And um, you know, <laughs> if we're carrying that weight and trying to detach us, we have to kind of make light in a sense that is a way that moves us, you know, in the direction we want to be. Yes, for sure. And I think we're constantly... I mean, we can beat a dead horse with it, but just on, like, just holding on to everything. I just feel like I've heard, I don't want to say, I don't want it to sound bad and, and insensitive when I use the word excuse, because I don't mean it in an insensitive way. But I feel like sometimes people hold on to things so long that that becomes their excuse and their crutch that they never do anything, which is, it, it could be a very valid issue, but at what point and how long are you choosing to allow that? to affect you. Like, I just know people in my life, I won't name names, but that I know that they have these dreams where I want to do this, this, and this. But then if you ask them why not, it's like, well, this happened to me way back when, right? And it's true. And it's a valid thing. And it probably caused some scars and everything. But it's like, there's always a way to overcome that and forgive that to move on instead of letting that be the reason like that 20, 30 years goes by and you don't build the life that you wanted to build because of something somebody else has. Like we're here one freaking time on this planet, right? So I don't want to like not reach what I want in my life because some a-hole did something to me. You know what I mean? Way back when. So I feel like there's so many resources and there's so many... Everything comes off right away. I'm not trying to be insensitive to things happening because I know that they're valid and they really do hurt and it, it comes with that healing. But I feel like you owe it to yourself to go through the process of the healing because then you're just giving all that power away and you're letting that one isolated incident rob you of your entire life of what you want to have. So there's so many resources. So reach out and find other people that can take you by the hand and walk you through the steps to that healing so that you can live the life you want on purpose and not look back and say, have somebody to blame, I guess, for why you didn't do that or never have those opportunities. And there's so many women. And I feel like if you talk about them, you'd be surprised how many people are walking similar shoes that you have. Right. And, and, and you're exactly right with the, we don't realize what somebody else has gone through until we kind of open up and, and, and share what we've gone through. So I mean, right here, just the two of us had gone through something pretty, pretty traumatic. Like it had altered how we perceive and receive our own self sense of self being. And it does take a toll on our physical, which is also how we perceive and receive that reflection in the mirror. Is it good enough? It has it been, you know, is it worthy enough? It's been broken. It's been damaged. It's been abused. It's been misused. All those contexts. And, you know, for we have two women right here, Aaron and I, and as well as number of women, if we reach out and just uh, say, hey, I, I got something to share. And it kind of opens the door because you would be surprised at how many other women have been in some walks of, of you, what you've gone through. I know that had happened when I first kind of started to speak out about it. And I realized, wow, I didn't realize so many women had gone through similar situations and, and events that had led to where I currently was. And then all of a sudden you feel like, okay, you're not alone on this journey. There's that strength in numbers. You use your voice, you speak out. And through that is, is kind of a way of healing too. Because when we're so in 
closed in our own like mind and our own bubble. We think that it's really just about us and we're the only person and nobody understands and all these things. Mm-hmm. And so that helps, you know, reinforces that confined self-made prison, but it's about us getting out of that way so that we can let go and allow the healing to begin. And that healing really is about just healing from that deeper perspective, that level and understanding that it wasn't your fault. Uh, you, what was done is in the past, how we can move forward, how we can find joy again, how can we, how we can build trust and love and healing and all those things that were broken, robbed or stolen at some point, whether ourselves or somebody else and how we can really re- begin again from a solid foundation. And that again, healing, forgiveness and letting go. And so when, you know, when I say this, it doesn't mean that it never happened, right? Again, I want to preface this, that it doesn't mean that you forgot about it, that it never happened, and you should just move on and live a merry life. There'll always be ghosts in a sense to remind you of where you came from. But it's about to being proactive instead of reactive and building a foundation that you could build upon. And now you're, you're taking that power back and creating the life of everything you can imagine. And that now the power and the ball is in your court. And that's what you get to do. And that's creating that beautiful life. And that's ultimately, it's like, I don't know. I don't know what else is more amazing to know that you're a co-creator in in life. It's just amazing. So when we let go Mm -hmm. of all that, we really begin to master ourselves. We get to harness our own emotional, mental, and physical well-being, right? All of those attributes. We get to have that power to create and begin again. So that's, you know, for somebody who's come from both sides, I don't regret, I do wish that it didn't happen, but I don't say that like, without it, I wouldn't be who I am today. And so that is something that I now look at it as a silver lining that because it helps strengthen and allows you to see yourself and value yourself from your terms and your perspective. And that's part of the journey really about self-discovery and self-mastery because when we become so aware of who we are, we can step into who we become. And that's something really cool for giving back to other people as well. Yes, co-creator in life. I like it. So I feel like this just leads in perfectly like segue to what we'll be talking about in week 10 from going from like that self-loathing to the self-loving. I think that's a perfect place right here kind of leading up to what will be in week 10. So Rachel, do you have any ending thoughts? Any lasting uh, you know, we could, we could keep going, but that's, you know, really the whole thing is that we're breaking this into the this yeah. 12 week series because we want to give enough information, hopefully, you know, for, for you guys to not only just take it into context, but really apply some action steps. And that really is the really pinpointing what it is that has triggered you into becoming who you are, like why you have this possible relationship battle of how you perceive and receive yourself. What was the cause of it? How can we identify that? How can we begin to either forgive if there is forgiveness that we have to let go of, um, if there's other things we need to let go of that we're holding us back and really how we can begin to heal and find that joy and uh, compassion and, and really that self-love from within. But if we're kind of struggling with that whole forgiveness, I will say from my own personal experience, of all the things that have probably happened in my life, the hardest thing was to give forgive myself because we are the most like, we abuse ourselves more than anyone, right? Because we have this negative chatter yes. that nonstop just beats the crap out of us every single day. And we're, when we're already down, it doesn't hesitate to keep kicking us in that sense where it just will keep you confined to what happened, right? 
that past, that experience, and it reinforces as to why you can't forgive and let go. But the first person you need to do, or first person to forgive is yourself. And that may be the challenging challenge this week is to realize that what is in the past is in the past. You cannot go back and change it. But what you can do is today take action and create something anew. Begin to you know, forgive yourself from anything really, but it helps us bring into motion going forward to create a loving relationship with self so that we have one with others as well. And so that will lead us into week 10. And that'll be next week, we're going to dive deeper into that and kind of really how we can navigate into really building that that loving relationship from within. So we love to hear from you guys inside the Confident Woman podcast, the community, the notes, the reviews, whatever it is, we love hearing from you guys because it just really helps us just create the content and be of service to all of you. So if you're not already in the community group, hope to see you there. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.